podcast episode 90 i don't know if we confirmed that i think it's confirmed uh yeah. Nam, episode 90 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and these nf i'm sorry these nba playoffs yeah. are finally getting interesting are they i don't know i think they it's are getting a little more interesting than than we uh, appeared on our last brooklyn bite last week yeah. When we were uh, not too pleased with how it was going so far. No. Entertainment. Well, I mean, a lot of things have happened. Mm-hmm. Things have happened. People have died. And also, there's been new hirings and firings of people. True. Now, you said people have died. Yes. Who are you referring to there? Oh, well, Byron Scott's coaching career died. Well, was it ever really alive to begin with? No. No. Never. Even when he brought the Nets to the final two years in a row it wasn't him it was not him but also the reason why i mentioned yeah it was jk of course well, the reason why i mentioned died i just wanted to drop a little hints that we're doing something a little little new a little creative say a little off the cup cuff cut cut off the cut it's not off the cut, off the cut. it's off the cuff you're in the right area yeah, yeah. you would wear a cuff on your wrist yeah. there i just had a what, what are you talking about get to the point what I can't spell it out anymore. I got G-O-T it. I got to. You got to. Oh, when you say people died, you mean like Prince Doran Martel? Yes. Yes. Who's that, by the way? This guy who died on Game of Thrones. His son also died. Look, it's uh, you say creative. I don't think it's like super creative. I mean, everyone's talking about Game of Thrones. It's the biggest thing around. But we want to talk about it, too, because we love it. And it's not actually new for us. Like, you know, if you go on our YouTube... Oh. You'll see last season five of God, we, we did some videos about it. Oh, I forgot. I just blocked out of 2000. I believe Sir Jorah yeah. Mormont has actually been on the podcast before, maybe about a year ago as well, or, or over a year ago. Sir Hora. Sir Jorah. 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 Yes. Sir yeah. Frenzo. I don't, I don't think I could even pronunciate his name last time either. So. No, I mean, you can't. I, it's not no surprise you can't even pronounce the word. Pron- you can't even say it. Pronunciate? Pronunciate correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. We're off to a roaring start on Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, we're, gonna ta- we're talking at NBA playoffs, of course. Some series over, some uh, still going on. Like, the Celtics and Hawks are just teeing up for Game 6 right now in yep. Boston. Yep. Just about to tip off. Uh, why don't you describe, why don't you describe this to, uh, obviously, the... The, the setup? The setup. Describe the We're setup. in Studio A. Well, yeah. if you want to see what it looks like, I literally I tweeted a picture of Studio A out just now. Oh. Unbeknownst to you, Padnam. Was, uh, I, was so I there? You were not in the picture, oh. no. <laughs> I was not either. I just got the spread here in front got of it. us. Got it. Uh, you know, it's on my Twitter, at Drew Wills, D-R-E-W-W-I-L-Z, <laughs> tagged at Brooklyn Rebound, so you can find it that way. We've got quite a setup, and I was leading into it. You know, we're going to talk NBA playoffs. Of course, we're going to talk. Game of Thrones, because that's what everyone likes to talk about now, and, yep. and season, um, season 6, episode 1 just happened a few days ago, but I'm going to be a little distracted on this pod, probably. Why? Why would you be distracted? Because it's, cause it's Game 6 of the NBA playoffs between the Celtics That's not why, although that's Hawks. up there on the screen distracting yeah. me. You know, we're doing this pod, but also, 
you know, my my other podcast venture, Mr. Zerelevan, also gets released on Broken Rebound feed. You know yeah, what we talk about. The most there. popular football podcast on our feed. It is the most popular <laughs> football podcast yeah. on our Brooklyn Rebound feed. Yes, You're right. Yes. Mr. Zerelevan, look out for it. That's, you know, you're no longer on that one. It's my boy E-Nam and yeah. she said Marv. Yep. Yep. But it's all about NFL, NFL football, mm-hmm. and what's happening right now while we're trying to pod NBA and, and whatnot. Round one of the NFL draft is literally just about three minutes decide, and so. twenty four seconds. The Rams are on the clock. We know they're taking golf. But, so this, know. these Rams are—they're uh, not the St. Louis Rams anymore. They're no longer the St. Louis Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're actually now the uh, how do you say it? Los? I, I don't know if I've Los heard of Angeles. this city. Lo, Los Angeles. Oh, where the Clippers play? Yeah. Where the uh, no, actually no, the Clippers don't play. They're dead too. They well, they played their probably their last yeah. game in in, in stables yesterday. Yep. yep. They did lose to the the Blazers. Now, I guess we since we brought it up here, mm-hmm. Blazers mm-hmm. Clippers. Mm-hmm. Since our last bite, a lot of things went down. We were talking about a Steph Curry potential ankle injury. There's a lot of two O leads too. Yeah. Last time, so that's right. Well, Steph Curry played again. He hurt himself again. Knee injury. He's out at least two weeks. Why would he do something like that, Padre? Why would he do what? Why would he want to get injured again? I don't believe he wanted to, but that's just the fates that beheld him, you know. Do you think... um, The the old gods or the new were not smiling at him. Do you think Snowden was involved somehow? How would that be possible? (laughs) I don't know. He he has tabs on so many things. Maybe he knew it was going to happen in advance. He knew that puddle right. was going to be on the floor right. and not wiped out. But that's one thing. So mm-hmm. so we see that injury, and then we say, oh, maybe the Clippers-Warriors is going to be a good series now yep. if they get past the Blazers. Yep. But lo and behold, like a day later, Chris Paul is out for the rest of the playoffs. He's hurt. Blake Griffin's done, and yep. they got no one now. And the Blazers beat them yesterday. They're going to go back to Portland, I think, tomorrow and finish it off. Now, I heard... Uh, and the Warriors are Blazers, and the Warriors will probably still win, even without Curry, so it's ridiculous. So, one of my sources told me about those effects of Blake Griffin and Chris Paul uh, being out. The reason why they were out was because Chris Paul also punched the... Um, the trainer? The trainer as well in the face um, and uh, broke his hand. And then also, and then uh, Blake Griffin wasn't done, and he kicked him, and he stretched his quad. Uh, uh, or it was, I think it was, uh, he jumped off the top ropes and tried to do a leg drop on him. a wrestling rapper. Right, right, right. I was going to say, did he kick the trainer? Because he's like, what, you let Chris Paul punch you now? It's my thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. And this guy, whoever is getting punched, I don't even know his name. The, the trainer, I don't know. Let's call him trainer, 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 trainer Joe. Trainer Joe, yes. <laughs> I don't know why, because Trader Joe, I don't know why I'm thinking that. I think that's oh, a It looks thing. like Teague just came up limping. He's Gimby. He's got some Adidas's uh, on, though. He's just had the bench, so who knows what's going on and there. Injuries. What's the deal with these injuries, Padnam? Um, well, you know, it's funny, because I think I tweeted this this past week. I tweeted at you, mm-hmm. and I was mentioning this article that New York Times was oh, writing about. Right. About the you're saying, oh, I they're, they're stealing my idea or something like no, that. No, no, I was like, this guy has a great idea, like me. I didn't say he's stealing my idea because it wasn't my idea. It's it's an idea for anyone. Maybe someone listened to our last Brooklyn bite and then they took the idea and ran with it. I don't know where they ran, but they ran somewhere. <laughs> they ran to put it on that. <laughs> yes. So uh, with that being said, I think it's because the games are too long throughout the season in general. Like uh, it's just 82 games, a lot of back to backs. But and so the article is about playing. 
three-game series, like you were mentioning on the last episode, the last Brooklyn Violet. Right, because, like, LeBron James... In, in round one. For example, Le- LeBron James, uh, yeah, we said, I think that, what did I say, the sequence I wanted? It was best of three, first round. Yeah, uh, then second five, round, five, seven, 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 seven. Yeah, and that's what the article referenced, too. And I was saying, I don't know, I like the seven for the second round, at least. I would. I was thinking more five, seven, hmm. with the rest, or I don't know. Well, I mean, what, whatever it is, but I'm talking about in terms of LeBron James, he's played so many extra games going to the finals every year. I think he's accumulated like three extra seasons. Yeah, it's a lot. He's, I mean, again, he's already on the scoring. All t- well, on the scoring list and the record, does that count playoffs or not? Because he's already up high on all of those. There I mean, there's total. There's two different records. Jared here. Goff getting selected by the Rams, as we know. Now, Jared Goff. This brings me to a good point. Is does he I have guess. one of the best uh, last names? Goff for a first round pick ever. One of the worst, in my opinion. Goff? That's not a good name. Why nah, do you like it? I mean, I think it's just, like, last name as in, like, best as in sarcasm. I wasn't... You're being sarcastic. Yeah. Can't You can't tell my sarcastic voice. You brought the, the podcast to Screeching Hall. We were all over the place. <laughs> all right? We're talking NBA, NFL. There's a lot of things going on. You're the one, who, you're the one on. who brought it up. I though. brought it up. That's, that's on you. All right. I mean... I think you got to work on the sarcasm there. You sounded too, you know, sincere. It's because you're a sincere guy, Padnam, but... I do. I think do. you got to work on... I mean, look, I'm here drinking some... Getting back to Thrones, I'm drinking some Dornish Red. Yep. And I'm, uh... I'm drinking... Keeping it cool. I'm trying I'm to process Flint, Flint everything. water right now. You must be. You know, I'm just trying to process everything. I'm trying to work mm-hmm. everything in here. Shout out to Talk Detroit. these injuries. Shout out to Detroit Pistons. Sorry, my Cavs uh, defeated you in four. You know, he put up a decent fight here and there, but it's over. So, as we got off track, we were talking about how the season's long in a playoff That's format right. and these injuries and getting back to it. You were saying the Pistons should have all, should have been done in three. I think or the Pi- two would have no, been if it's No, it would have been three. two, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, it would have been two if it would have been a sweep, right? Um, and I think that's good because, like... The NCAA has a beautiful thing where it's just one game elimination. Now, that provides the opportunity for upsets, but I don't think out of a best of three series you can have an upset. You know, maybe it's like uh, you give that person in the well, first round. And Bill Simmons came up with this and talked about it on his, one of his podcasts. Simmons. He said, uh, give the, the top seed the first two home games, and if it goes to a game three, then it goes to the away team. Right. So the away team wouldn't even get any home games potentially. No, maybe the top, the the seeds that win their division get the the high. All right. Because then the, then it's like you don't have incentive to you know play seedings. You have you would yeah. rather have a serious home court advantage. You know. So if that happened this year, right? I mean, the Hornets, for example, would have lost in two, and right now they're up three two. Right. They flipped it, it around. Um, I guess in the Pacers Raptors, it wouldn't. It was one. It could. It could still be. But the yeah. Celtics would have. I'm sorry. The Hawks would have won already. Now they're three two. Which, so it's not the which same. Would've... But really, in the Hornets' case, they would have lost, even though they're probably going to move on to the next round now. Yeah. With the seven game series. But also, Batum probably wouldn't be injured. All right, I suppose he'd be, he'd be sitting home. So, but he would. He wouldn't be injured. There's. There's always a cause and effect everywhere, right? So, with that being said, I think the injuries suck. Obviously, for fans like us that love basketball, I'm a you know, diehard Brooklyn Nets fan, but I'm a basketball fan first and foremost, always. And I, I think the playoffs have improved, but not because of the injuries. It's no, because I'm really upset about that, Chris Paul, and honestly, because I wanted the Clippers and. And uh, Warriors have a good series, yeah. and to maybe them to knock him off, especially if Steph was going to miss at least half that series, if not more. And now, 
Now they're just gonna roll. I mean, what do you think is gonna happen? Obviously, the they're not gonna ro- they're not gonna roll over the Blazers, but no, but it'll be like not without stuff, but still, it'll be like one of those things where the Blazers will be applauded because they're a young team, and they'll get respect from the Warriors. But at the same time, like the Rockets are a team that's just they're eliminated, obviously, and they're just functional because they just don't get along. They fire their coach, team chemistry, all that stuff. But the Blazers love each other. They're really into like hanging out. Plumlee's averaging like eight assists a game right now, fucking killing it. McCollum is smart as hell and and his shot percentage. I, I think it'll be exciting to watch because it'll be a lot of up and down basketball. Um, I think there's no hack of Jordan anymore. Maybe there'll be hack of Plum. Maybe there'll be a hack of Bogue. But I think they'll stay away from that. I think Try to hack someone. I mean, do the do the Warriors have anyone you can really hack Bogut. with that? Just Bogut, Bogut, I guess. Yeah. Have people been Inizzi- doing that to him this year? a little bit, but. If he doesn't play that much, though, he doesn't yeah. need to play crunch time. No. Um. Yeah. The the aforementioned Rockets. There. They're they're almost like the uh, the Knights Watch over here. They can't get on the same page. They're stabbing people in the back. They're <laughs> killing their leaders left and right. Uh, and Dwight, just, Dwight Howard is is like a they're regular. They're just going to uh, a, a wedding all the time, right? They're dressing red anyways, right? So. That's right. Dwight Dwight Howard's like a regular Sir Alistair over here. He's yeah. uh he's can never be happy with what he's got. He wants do his own thing. He's bringing the morale down on his team. Well, no matter what team he's on, I mean, it's ridiculous. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna reference these teams and because I wanted to pay some tribute to, to these guys that have been killed off in the playoff okay. picture. So I'm going to, I'm just going to go with my little scroll here. So the, the dead playoff teams. The dead playoff, pour some out for our own. So yeah, we mentioned some. We mentioned the Rockets already. You know, I'm going to say a few words for for them. Fuck you, Dwight Howard. You're eulogizing them. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, James Harden's relationship with Khloe Kardashian. So. Uh, by the way, should we put those Game of Thrones, like, I, they put those stones with the eyes on them on top of it in their funeral. Should we put those on Harden and them right now? I think so. I think, I mean, if, if we do some magical special effects afterwards, we're going to have to include that. But no promises. R.I.P. Uh, Trick or Treat Tony uh, Allen and the Grizzlies. Mm. And Sir Lance Stevenson. They put up a good fight. Dave Yeager cried his eyes out at the press conference. I don't know if you guys saw that. I saw it. That was a that's a he that's thought a good his fight. team did well. Even they, they held on, even yeah. though they got swept. They're like the Starks, right? They, they, they put up a fight, but they got killed. <laughs> they I guess, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, but some Starks are still around. And no Grizzlies, however. It's yeah. not a one-to-one, but yeah, it's they got screwed pretty bad like yeah. the Starks did. And then I think you should do this eulogy since you already mentioned them. Uh, yeah. By the way, let's just see. Make sure the Eagles select Carson Wentz like they're supposed to here. All right, I'm just it's not making for a good pod, but I'm, I'm I got Ooh. cut in with these and then NFL uh, draft things. Yep, there he goes. Selected Wentz. The guy has a uh, Carson Wentz describing him for the audio listeners right now. North he, Dakota State. He has a little uh, chin strap. Facial hair a little is bit. Is it just the chin strap? No, he's, he's got, got a little, he's got a little, he's a little more than that. He's got a red thing going. He's a little Dalton. Is he, is he not, a, not full Dalton? Is he a ginger? Is, would you consider him a full he's ginger? He's not full Dalton ginger, but he's getting okay. there. He's getting okay. there. But good for um, uh, Wentz and, and the and the FCS division where my my old mother Fordham plays in. Oh. Um, yeah, the, it used to be called one double A. But anyway, who am I eulogizing right now? Uh, who am I pouring it out for? What are we Detroit basketball. Betting that my Cavs knocked them off. Yeah. So, look, they played all right. They, they're they a young team. They yeah. couldn't ever get it together to close out games. They started making mistakes at the end of games when it was closer. 
Cavs in in a couple games just had a three point barrage that they you know it was competitive games, no one right? would have been able to compete with. I mean, Cavs put up in game three twenty threes. Yeah, that happened since we last potted, right? It did. Yeah, but a little competitive. Um, do you think they have? Do you think Reggie, Reggie Jackson got like fouled on that last play there? NBA questionable. I, you know, I, I thought it was a fine no call. It's not like Kyrie was all over him or anything. It might have been a little contact, but give him a little hip, hip check and maybe a little. The Robert but hands weren't all over him at least. The Robert Ori action there. Yeah, that's right. And, and Kyrie's making some Ori esque th- big three ball shots in that series, making half court shots. I mean. I know I'm supposed to be talking about the Pistons right now, but with my Cavs, if they can play, if they have this offense going, even against the Warriors or whoever, they can make it a good series in the finals. So do you think the firing of blah, 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 has been a, a good move? Because Yeah, was Blatt, did Blatt get uh, the Night's Watch treatment of the, the last two commanders just getting done in by his own man? Is that what happened to him? Yeah, uh, but also T. Lou came out today and said he wants, he wants to... See David Blatt back in the NBA. Give him another chance. Yeah. All right, so it's like David Blatt's John Snow. He got stabbed by his own man, LeBron, whoever else. Mm-hmm. Got him out the door. Now he's. we think John Snow is going to be reborn, right? You don't think he's really dead, do you? I mean, I is think, he getting resurrected? I think, the, I think the listeners are going to have to wait till the, the after we talk about the NBA to see what I really think. All right, fine. Put a little but, teaser on that. But for the sake of this um, metaphor or whatever... Do you think David Blatt is going to be reborn like Jon Snow, I think, will be on the Knicks head coaching job. Or the Lakers. The Lakers, you think, too. Yeah. There's a little coaching carousel going on here. Uh, Which one would he prefer? I think he would prefer the Knicks job, probably, but I don't know. I think... Uh, he would so have to deal with Carmelo, which could be an issue. Though. Well, I mean, why would? when has Carmelo ever been an issue? Well, I feel like he won't necessarily... Like, I, the problem with... It's not the same as LeBron, but the problem with Blatt going in... When he wasn't expecting LeBron and all that, he's a coach for a younger team that he can really mold his way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Carmelo's not down for that sort of thing, I don't think. Carmelo doesn't like him young, that's what you're saying? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm <laughs> Okay, all right, just checking. Uh, we got 11-9, Atlanta, four minutes left. Wow, low-scoring game in Boston right now. Boone and Holzer's making all kinds of weird Future head coach of the Nets right there, Kenny Atkinson. Missed that. All right. That's right. And we la- talked about that on the last play. Last RIP goes out to the city that we were in. Ooh, that's right. And we talked about that. we went to that. a game. Did we kill off these uh, Mavericks? Did we give them the minus touch? We may have, although they won the game against the, the, the aforementioned Grizzlies mm-hmm. when we were there. Yeah, I no. talk about this on the newest Mr. Relevant. Look out for that. With the other two boys, I, I made them jealous of how we went on the field and Big D. You made them you made them jealous that we got into Big D and we were That's on right. on Jerry in Jerry World. Yeah, I made them jealous about that. I didn't really get into that we had seen um, the Mavs the night before in uh, what's it called the American Airlines. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think anyone would be jealous. Arena about or whatever. I mean, maybe some Dallas. Well, no, Lord. that's why I didn't bring it up, because right. I knew it wouldn't. But we did go to that game, and maybe we put our stink on it there and, and ruined him for uh, And also, Darren Williams got injured. He was out for the rest of the playoffs. I mean, everyone's out for the rest of the playoffs. He didn't get injured in the game we... No, but he wasn't playing in the game. Right. So, right. I think Darren Williams and I have this so relationship where he just gets hurt all the time I, I'm, when I'm trying to see him. He just... Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, D. He well. just doesn't want to play in front of you, Padnam. I think that's what it comes down to. I mean, we are the same age. We have the same level of success in our career. So uh, are you the same age? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've also been injured as many times as he has uh, emotionally. You've got as many NBA, NBA rings on your fingers. He does. Yep, yep. And I also have 
dominated. Actually, no, I have many win series as he has in the playoffs right now. Ooh. Yeah, so it really is none. Uh, well, no, Paul Pierce won that other one for him. So I was gonna say, yeah, actually, he no, has some. He no, won no, no. Some, well, oh, in the Jazz, Utah, yeah, he jazz. went. He went one run. No, he has more than you do. That's fine. This year, he doesn't. In the year 2016, I guess that's true. Yep. It is my year, so it's a year. Only a select few people have a win under them. Uh, it, so, uh, so far, so Durant, we, I think we just eulogized them a little that's bit right there. And should we get just get into the uh, the rest of the series? I mean, we think the Hawks are going to finish this one out, right? Uh, that's what you're thinking. Uh, well, I had the Celtics at seven before um, the series started. You know, I uh, had the Hawks at six on right? Brooklyn rebound eighty nine. We got into these predictions. You had the Hawks in six or seven? Was it six? Six. Yeah. All right. So that could happen tonight. That's probably gonna happen. I don't well, know. the reason why I think, uh, and I'm agree with you because uh, this is history for the Hawks. Hawks played poorly the first two games. They still won, but they uh, the first like couple games it was kind of teeter teeter. Like uh, it wasn't in dominated fashion until Game Five, where they just said, "Screw you, Celtics." We're the better team. And this is what happened when the Nets were playing them, 1-8 seed. You could see that it was a tied 2-2 series. Dan Williams wasn't playing that well. They still It was 2-2, and then the Hawks were like, you know what, we're going to shut this we're down. Right. Do yeah. yeah, so, uh, I mean, but, these guys are just going to dominate. So also tonight. a stat I saw the other day yeah. um, during one of the games was, I believe it was during the yesterday during the, heat, the Hornets' victory in Game 5 over the Heat. Yeah. The stat was when a team is, gets up, 3-2 on a team in a seven-game series and then in the NBA playoffs, that team wins 80% of the time in the series. So right now, the Heat and the Celtics and the Pacers mm-hmm. are looking at only a 20% probability of you know, getting into the second round right now where they're at. Well, so uh, that's for our math geeks. I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means uh, in terms of karma or the, a one out of five values. chance. Basically. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is there. that too much math for you? It's a little a lower too, number. I'm, I'm, uh, well, we I'm not. I'm charges. not a typical stereotype of an Asian. Sorry. I just. It's not no, me. you're not. I mean, typically, is it? Is it more of the? Um, Japanese, Chinese, that type of Asian is more stereotyped as meth, or also your Indian brother. I would say, I would say that. I guess they are. We're all, we're all pretty smart stereotypes. Intelligent people. Joey Bosa just got taken by the Chargers, number three overall, by the way. But now Joey uh, Bosa. Sorry to cut in on your stereotypes. Bosa is uh, is from from the Ohio State University, my Buckeyes. Also, his shoulders look like they're gonna rip that jacket. What is that? That's like his movie. He does a little shrug once he gets a Oh, so he does the that. MJ shrug? Kind of, yeah. I guess I didn't really think that he stole it from uh, Jordan, but maybe he did. Maybe let's show it on this little uh, thing here. Oh, we just punished that, uh, that that Michigan quarterback. Yeah. So, um, as this is uh, boring me and making me a little sleepy. <laughs> sorry, Pat. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Get back to your talk. You're, you, well, you well, just you said m- you don't want this stats. You're saying karma has something to do with it? Well, I mean... I think we're, you're talking about the 80%, but I think the karma has something to do with it because a lot of people have picked the Heat to even go to the conference finals and the Hornets completely eliminated before the playoffs started. And now the Hornets are taking it personally. Uh, they've won, they won a nail-biter last night. It was a very good game yesterday. Yeah. Gabriel, you watched it, right? I did. I did. Gabrielle Union was not okay with those calls. She tweeted out. Really? It's Wayne Wade's yeah. girl? Uh, wife. wife. Wife, yeah. yeah. And she was not okay with it. She said that the rest should be fine. I'm not even going to go into that conversation about whether rest should be fine for calls. I'm sure they get some kind of punishment if they fuck up on calls or get some they get pulled from punishment. games. Yeah, maybe some some paddling, some private paddling. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going there necessarily. Uh, it looks like Teague has uh, been taken Teague, out of the game. Yeah, so is he gonna? I mean, maybe that could. You know, we're we're live potting right now when yeah. this is going down. Right. Maybe maybe this 
gives the Celtics that 20% shot, and maybe they will do what, what I said pre-series and win in seven. I don't think so, because Dennis Schroeder is the number one hated uh, German Rondo <laughs> in the Boston Garden. number Garden. one hated German Rondo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's the only German Rondo. And that's causing them the Celtics to lose because of that? What are you saying? Well, I'm thinking that this is going to be Schroeder's night because he's going to have all the play, and he's going to be doing a lot of behind-the-back fakes like Rondo does. He, he plays like Rondo on so many levels and and I think he's ready for this prime time as he has the yeah, ball right now. The thing, and then know. he just puts in two points making me look I was going to say I think he's a little better offensively than Rondo but if he wasn't yeah. um, they need Jeff Teague's offense. They don't have him. If he's going to play the Rondo they need scoring. And What do you think Mills can put up 50 points tonight? He can. I mean he's had a good series. Yeah. Corbett oh, doesn't seem coming back. Anymore. Oh you heard what we said. Yep. <laughs> he's he like, stretched it out. <laughs> but he hasn't really played since this whole quarter since the first minute. Well, also it's 15-11 and one, one minute and left in the first running. quarter. Yeah. It's well, pretty, pretty sp- this series has been bad offensively, honestly. I mean, the, the fir- especially the first halves of these Hawks-Celtics games, even there was like a historically low-scoring quarter the other day in, in this series. Like, it's some brutal basketball. Well, I think it's because both of these teams don't have a bona fide superstar. or yeah. like They have all-stars on their team, but they don't have a bona fide superstar. And those guys demand a lot of attention. They they put up a lot of points. Now we got Jonas Yerbeko. Yerbeko with his, his putting up a little uh, three signs with the eagle eye bullseye going on. I'm getting kind of sick of these these threes. Do you think that? Do you think the NFL and the NBA should not sick of the three point shot? You mean the little celebration three thing they do by the by every single person by every single time? I, I feel like yeah, that's a little. Much. I feel like it should be an NBA jam rule. Like he's heating up. See, here's the thing though: when it's like my Cavs doing it, then I of course I don't mind it. Like, cause I want to celebrate with them. I'm like, yeah, do it. Well, three, but when you're looking at other teams, yeah, it gets annoying. It. it I mean, it's it's just. Pointless. All right, right Padnam, we got to pause for a second because your Cowboys are on the clock right now. Well, we got, are they going to take my minutes. man Ezekiel Elliott from uh, the Ohio State also? Two Buckeyes back-to-back? No, they won't do that. Do you want that? Who do you want? Uh, I asked, uh, uh, you know, Enam, yeah. our, our boy Eric, who's now the Cowboys fan on yeah. Mr. Relevant, who he wanted. I want him to draft uh, Gruden. Said Gruden. That, I want Gruden to be drafted. And to play or to coach? <laughs> to coach. Okay, replace yeah. Garrett. Or Sean Payton, one or the other. Yeah. Um, but but Sean Payton's not in the room, I guess. Gruden actually is, so maybe they can pull him in. I mean, Sean Payton could be in the room. We don't know that. Well, it's not on camera. I don't think he's that. That's true. So, uh, anyways, uh, I don't want to talk about Cowboys. I want to finish off in the two minutes and 30 seconds. But we have to announce who it is. Pacers, Raptors, moving on to that series. Raptors are up 3-2. Who do you got? The 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 Raptors and the Pacers should have won the series based on Game 5, but they had a complete meltdown. Complete meltdown. They were up on the Raptors in the third quarter mm-hmm. in Toronto, they in the shut, north, shut the door. Yep. with Drake. Yep. They were up like 18 or something, 17, uh, and uh, they ended up losing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the fourth quarter, they, they literally scored like five points in the quarter. So, they had two points for the first ten minutes of the I quarter. think this is also another sighting of a terrible series. Yeah, I, I haven't watched much of it. That, that game been, five was That's because it's been on NBA it. TV and no one knows what, where that channel is anyway. So. Yeah, there's, I have better things to do. I'm gonna say this: Paul George has played, but he can't do everything by himself, right? Mm-hmm. They do have a—he's the best player on the floor, but they have uh, a better defense. And I think the Pacers will force a game seven. And I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying I think the Raptors will win, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Raptors choke again, as they have based on history. Yeah, if uh, I will say this: of any of the three teams left that are down, yeah, 
three to two. Uh, be the heat. I give the Pacers the best chance because I think the Raptors could are a threat to choke always right. more so than right. I guess the Hornets or the, who knows about the Hornets they could choke too. I guess I think they'll close it out at this point though. And then we mentioned Blazers well, obviously. And, uh, uh, no, I'm not even talking about them. Just of the Eastern Conference right. teams, but uh, and so the the Hawks. But but about that, one more thing on that um, Pacers game though. Mm-hmm. When Solomon had the chance to tie it at the end with the three ball, and he made it, but he mm-hmm. it, the clock had a time had expired. It was right. still on his fingertip. Right. When it was red. Right. It would have been overtime. And what was he doing there? Like it seemed like he just took all his time, like setting up the shot, going so slow. Like no, but whose fault was that? Coaching or of the play or what? No, it was. I think it was a perfectly designed play. It's just some players are not ready for that, you know, moment. He made the shot. Nice pass from George to get it to. Yeah, him he draw the double corner. team. That was a good job by him. But at the same time, the celebration was a little overzealous. Kind of what happened with the Thunder, the Mavs. Uh, Game two or game one, I think one or the other. I think these brother beaters are really exciting, but I hate, I kind of hate that rule of like, I, you have to get the call right, but I don't know, it just takes away from the whole enjoyment of like that shot. Yeah, it's a fingertip, it didn't count. Well, it's, it's a butt skill. It's a butt skill. Okay, yeah, I mean, I would like to see that go to overtime and all that, but all right, the pick is in here. Who do you got, Cowboys? Can you volume up on this thing so we can hear them announce? Sure. It? Hear them live on pod? On pod? Yeah, I think I'm getting a lot of misters. They do. Hey, this is all back trying to find him. Jerry Jones. All right, Mel Kiper, shut up. What's the thing? Just backtrack a minute. You both, you think Dallas and everyone was surprised that Bosa went through? I want to hear you, Berman. Yeah, yeah, I think they were, especially considering the needs that San Diego had. And I know you think Elliott or you think defense? Oh, I think Jalen Ramsey. They need the Dan Bailey. The kicker, that should have been me. I kicked the field goal in the They want to do that. It's a complicated league. They took the best one, according to them. Meanwhile, the Cowboys. Two years ago, with Romo and Murray running for 18 yards, won the division. Well, it says it's in, but they haven't announced it. Here it goes. Where is this in Chicago? This is in the shy, baby. Why are they booing Goodell? I don't get this. Because Goodell sucks. With the fourth pick in the 2016 NFL draft, the Dallas Cowboys select Gary Jones. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, Buckeyes back to back, Bosa then Elliott. All right. So we don't believe in. uh, They're trying to win now. No, I mean this. They got the good O line. They want. They want to run it for him. He, he, this guy just said he's a new Emmett Smith. Now, they, they pan to a fan. He said that. Now, when they say the new Emmett Smith, they're picking this guy to break the all-time rushing record All, already. Is that how NFL fans feel immediately from draft picks? I mean, they, they're happy. It's the big day, you know, before anything can go wrong. It's all hope right now. He's 5'11". Now, is that tall for a running back or a small for a running back? I think it's, like, average. I mean, running backs aren't usually too tall. Or they can be short. I don't. I think they don't need to be tall or short. It's fine for short. I think 5'11 is about right. As I see, wore the crop top in college before this past year when the NCAA City couldn't wear it. But if you look at the draft here, he, he has a crop top on his uh, on his button down shirt with his suit. So he's elegant, Elliot. He's funny. He's guy. been wearing crop tops while playing football. You didn't notice that? Yeah, his, his um, first two years he wore them, and then this past year's junior year, they said he couldn't do it anymore. They made a rule against wearing that. But he has it with his suit right now. We'll see it. Well, yeah, you can turn the volume back down and get back to our NBA talk. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, that crop top is very distracting uh, to see. I hope it happens in the NFL. I guess why they made the rule against it. Yeah, they, I'm sure the NFL probably has a rule against it, too, but, you know. Well, NFL is known for the no crop top league. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, that's right. That's what, yeah, you'll get suspended eight games or something for doing that probably. With um, okay, so we, we recapped all I the... I think it's an exciting pick for you. All, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm a little bit more excited about football than I've ever been before because... Will you crawl back from under the bridge where you hide when we record those football pods? We'll see. We'll see. I mean, that's to be continued. As we see Al Harford dominate Jarepko there. Jarepko. Uh, 22-17. The Hawks look like they're in commanding lead right now. Uh, well, five-point lead. I wouldn't say commanding necessarily, well, considering but they're doing this, well. Considering this game is so low-scoring. Seven-point lead. Uh, that feels uh, like a 14- or 15-point lead in, a, in a, any other sense, right? Yeah. So we talked about all the teams that uh, we think are moving on. Uh, now, with the second-round matchups, are you excited about the Spurs and, and Thunder? Fair yeah, enough. definitely. That's probably going to be the marquee matchup of round two, I would think, right? Yeah, and, um, then, and then the Hornets. Rooting for the Thunder, but... The Hornets potentially, or uh, Hornets potentially moving on to play the winner of this. Now, who would be playing the, it would be the... Not so, not so. The Cavs are going to play the winner of this series. Oh. The Hornets should probably be Hornets, Hornets you're Raptors. Right, you're right, I messed that up. So, that so up. who do you want to win, then, in the series? Uh, I know you mentioned who, who you think's going to win. I don't think the Cavs have to worry about either team. I really don't. Yeah. You think they'll I sweep? have some people, maybe five gentlemen sweep. Yeah, they swept both teams last year in the playoffs. I know it's not the exact same. Team, I know we're making some premature predictions, but uh, another podcast. I guess week, I'd rather so. play the Hawks, just even though I think the Hawks are a little better than the Celtics, and I think the Cavs match up a little better with the Celtics. The Celtics just bother me about how they're going to play hard, and I don't want to injure Love again or someone else like they did last year. I think it just the Hawks would just be safer from a physical standpoint to play. That's what so I'm you think you think uh, Kelly and Olenek. screw Boston anyway. Even though I picked them in a win, get Boston out of here. Yeah, well, uh, Boston's Schroeder. planning on screwing themselves right now, the way it looks. So we'll see how that plays out. I'm gonna go. Obviously, I picked the Cavs to go to the finals. Who would you think the Cavs should play, or who who would you like to see from a fan perspective? From Cavs a versus? from a fan perspective, I think the Hawks are a better team. And they match up defensively pretty well, and they have a little more weapons offensively than the Celtics do. The Celtics don't really have they have they have one solid scorer in Isaiah Thomas, but they don't have any other reliable scorers um, on their team. I think any one of these guys can put up twenty points in their starting five pretty quickly. So you want to see Hawks Cavs? Yeah, we'll see Hawks more Cavs. Entertaining series. Yeah, more entertaining series, and I also want to see the Hornets bring it to. Uh, That's crazy. The Hornets could honestly make it to the Eastern Conference. I know they haven't won the first series yet, technically, but they could make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, I want them to because... And they played well you know against what? the Cavs. UConn country's in the house, man. That's uh, right, Kemba. Kemba. And who else? And uh, you got uh, Jeremy Lamb. And, oh, Jeremy Lamb. Yeah, but they and Jeremy Lin. Uh, you got a lot of... Well, got, he didn't go to UConn. And you got Courtney Lee. You got a whole bunch of... Oh, they're just saying the UConn guys. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying else in general. UConn. Else. But these guys... Yeah, Lynn playing great. Dwayne Wade said this one thing, and I think he was just saying, not to disrespect the Hornets, he said, they're the East Coast Warriors, the Hornets. Who said that? Dwayne Wade, before game one. He's like, uh, we can't we can't take this. Was that some kind of, uh, I don't know, he's playing games there? What, what is he talking about? Well, I mean, like, a lot of people say stuff just to, you know, play games. I think Dwayne Wade was doing a little bit of that, but not as much as more praising them, saying, like, they're a really good team. Yeah. But at a point, that's like, you can't praise someone. Like, uh, I can't say. The when, Warriors when we of the play, East Coast. When we were playing uh, 
football on the, on the Cowboys Stadium on the field there. You mean when I was doing your touchdown? Oh, you're like uh, basically Tony Romo over here, and literally mean it. Like, obviously you're not, not. and obviously the Hornets are not anything close to the Warriors, so it's like almost insulting, like trying to, or like condescending, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just make some illusion, uh, like say one thing is like the other one is so clearly not. Well, I think you're taking this a a little bit too personal, but no. I'm not taking it personal, I'm just saying I don't think Wade is being serious, or I don't think he's doing it out of You think he's playing games? Yeah, something. Like, or he's just putting them, being condescending. Like a Game of Thrones? Like a Game of Thrones, just one throne? Yeah, I guess just like one throne. Because he just thrown one, one dagger out there, right? I think, throw. I think that covers our uh, NBA. I did want to mention some Brooklyn Nets news. Uh, Wayne Ellington, shout-outs to him. He won the Citizenship Award NBA Player of the Year. What is that? Uh, he's probably the best human being in the NBA. That's probably why. What was it based on? What, what deeds? Community did service, uh, appearances, and he's been really into the Brooklyn community. He's only been here for this year. Yeah. And I made mean, an impact. He made a lot of impact. Cool. And uh, he's, he's the only UNC Tar Heel champion this year. A little, little dig at the Tar Heels because they, they lost. Well, he's huh? a champion just for getting that award, you're saying? He's the only one that got an award. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Jags peck is in. I want to see who this is. Say the other boring Nets news while you're at it. Oh, Jalen Ramsey. All right, that's a good pick. Uh, the other boring Oh, there's a there's a Brown guy uh, enjoying this pick. Uh, their owner's Brown, too. You think there's a connection there? <laughs> I think so. That guy in the crowd didn't have a crazy uh, mustache. I don't have any other Nets news. I do have some hirings. We got Tom Thibodeau. Which oh, show. that's right. Right, literally after we wrapped recording on the bite mm-hmm. last week, the mini episode, and we mentioned something about Thibodeau, but but I saw the news that he went to the T Wolves literally right after we stopped recording. We couldn't break it then. Yeah, now it's old news, but yeah, that's a great hire. I mean, I, I'm a little excited about that actually. Uh, or the I think the T Wolves are going to really be good next year with him now. Yeah, get their defense going. A lot of young studs on that team. Garnett, they were they played a in the East, mark that right now really though. Good. Garnett's a question mark. Well, who, who cares? Well, no, I, no. I think it's important to have him as a at least in some capacity, whether it's on the bench, whether it's in the organization. He's definitely. What does Thibodeau coming in mean for that? I mean, you think you? Why so, is he a question mark now? No, he's a question mark because of the owner ha- had promised him the reason why he had agreed to the trade from the Brooklyn Nets. He had a clause in there too. I think it's because. He wanted to ensure that he gets some kind of minority ownership, and that's what Glenn Taylor of the Timberwolves said, assured him. So he says he's just counting on loyalty to pay his dues before he comes. So what does that have to do with the coaching choice? And not with the coaching choice, about the organization moving forward, about the Timberwolves' momentum. You think that with Thibodeau, they're going to be 110%? You think they'll be better off without KG barking on the sidelines and, and telling Joe no to fuck himself? I don't see why... I don't really get the connection you're making. I'm saying why like, is Thibodeau coming in going to shut down what KG would? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, as part of this uh, whole signing, that's one element of making them to the next level. Obviously, Tom Thibodeau hiring is a great hiring. It's a positive hiring, but the question mark is Kevin Garnett not because of the hiring is a separate case. Glenn Taylor and the Timberwolves made that the priority to find a head coach. The second priority should be also getting KG back on board finishing off his last year, retiring him, and then becoming whatever factor he wants with the organization. And then also drafting a good pick this year. I don't think KG should be in the top five priorities of this team. I really don't. That's because you hate him, though. Yeah, but regardless, like, he can still stay and do his thing, become an owner one day, part owner, whatever. Whatever, they're moving on. I mean, he just needs to be there for some guidance or whatever. 
sure Tibbs is fine with that. Well, Tibbs said him in 2008. And they need to focus on getting the team. Okay. Now, so the Hawks are, are up 32-21. Yeah, their looks starting to cruise right now. See, I think my stat was was good. I mean, it's premature to say, but I don't think uh, the Celtics are going to get out of this. And, of course, when I didn't say they are going to win the series, you know, before it started, that was with the thought that Avery Bradley would play another injury. We mentioned it last time, but, you know, this... These point guards can't catch a break in this. Yeah, Nick Batum. Pray also. for Kyrie Irving, please, Jesus. Well, no, I think I think the Cavs. I'll pick... pray to all the gods. I'll pray to to Rilor, the red god. <laughs> uh, keep th- Kyrie healthy. I, well, I mean, Kevin Love's been a beast, so I keep think he... them both healthy. I, I do I think... have to burn a child? What do I have to do? That doesn't work. I mean, burning a child would probably be pro- the most effective way if we were in a Game of Thrones lifestyle. But I think it would put you in a lifetime prison sentence. And you wouldn't be able to watch the finals. You'd be able to listen to it, maybe. You know, okay, can't watch hoops in jail. Nope, nope. Well, actually, uh, I wait. Guess it's not worth it. You might, you might go to a, what is it called, a uh, low security or uh... for burning a child alive. I probably would not go to low security prison. I'm just gonna guess. Well, no, yes, but you, are, but also you are a Caucasian, so they may even so they may they may they may bring you up into that level because they did allow that. Recently, I don't know if you guys watched the news. What's the deal with House Republicans molesting kids? Are you Jerry Seinfeld? Now? What is this? <laughs> yes, exactly. What's the deal? Millsap missing the shot here. So What's the deal with Paul Millsap missing the jumper? I don't know. I don't know. So that'll recap the uh, NBA. Do you got any other thoughts? Uh, is there a game tonight? No, there's the only game tonight. There's well, there's a game. game we've been talking about. That's it. That's there's three all games tomorrow night. Yeah, how it works out. Yeah, that should on be the last Thursday. game, for, I think, for all the series. And that's right. I don't need any more hoops tonight. I'm sitting here enjoying my Dorner Shred podcasting, watching the draft. Oh. And uh, you want you want to talk more Thrones, though? Yeah. You start off the talk with Thrones. I'm going to grab something right now. All right. I don't know what, what Padnam wants me to do here, starting off the talk. I mean... Well, what do you want to talk about? Episode one. Well, what do you want to talk about? Episode one happened last Sunday. Episode two is this Sunday. Yep. You're messing with the, the background here. It was a somewhat eventful episode, but the first episode of the season usually sets things up. I assume most of our viewers or listeners, or a lot of them would watch it. It's the most popular show on TV now, basically. I don't know if it's number-wise, but gets the most press and everything. And uh, people are excited to see what happens with Jon Snow and all that. He's still dead at the end of this one. I'm do the podcast like this. I don't, uh, what is this here? Hear me roar. You have a Lannister hoodie? I'm jealous. Yes. Put the hood on. Let's see Lannister for the viewers. Wow. Yep. There it That's is. That's dope. You like that, right? Yeah, this like I, I expect Jamie to be rocking this thing in the next well, episode. I mean that's uh that's how I roll. I'm all about Team Lannister. Where's uh, my hoodie, by the way? Um uh it's in the mail. In the mail. It's coming. Mm. It's coming. Wow, that's disrespectful, I think. I'm out here in the cold, no, no hoodie, I got, no I got something for you. I got Freezing in the snow. Winter has come, basically. I'm out here with nothing. Don't worry. Oh, at least I have my wine. Fine Dornish vintage. I don't know if I can roll with Dorn now, though. I might have to start getting wine from the Reach, because the I don't like what happened with Dorn. They killed everyone. They killed all the Martells. By the way, I read the, the books, too, and this is completely different from the books. I don't want to harp on that, but I don't know where they're going with this plot line in the show. With, oh, you have given me a gift before of these pop, um, what do they call these things? Pop uh, figures. You gave me, I think, a, a, a Daenerys, was it? What was it? I think it was, yeah. I gave you two. I gave you Daenerys. Oh, that's right. I was supposed to give one to Lady Padre, which I did not do. Eh. 
Uh, She's not missing now. But either way, I now have a Tyrion Lannister, so I'm Team Lannister as well. All right, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, well, that's only for better the, than nothing. It's that's only for the show. That's prize. only for the show. That's only sick. for now. You're taking your that, that's staying here. Let's yeah. see who my hated ravens are picking. Hey, that's a good time. Game of Thrones. There's all type of ravens on that show. Why is there? That's how they send the messages. Why do raven, uh, ravens have uh, three eyes? They got Ronnie Stanley out of Notre Dame to tackle. Okay, interesting. I would have thought they would have won with Tunsil, Laramie Tunsil. Why do they have three eyes? They don't usually. It's just the Thread Raven was an image that Bran Stark sees. By the way, he wasn't in last season at all. He's coming back this season. Wasn't in this episode. According to the preview, he's going to be in episode two, though, with the Three Eyed Raven, who's, Wait, that means who's Hodor, actually a man. Hodor is going to be there? Hodor should be there. Oh, nice. Well, the Three Eyed Raven is. They haven't really explained it too much on the show yet. Yeah. I know from the book what this guy is. Kind of spoilers, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's actually an old Targaryen bastard named. Blood Raven, it was his nickname, Brendan Rivers, a Targaryen bastard, who is really like, I don't know if he's old as, as Melisandre was revealed to be now, but he's hundreds of years old now. So he's Bre- keeping himself alive under this tree, right? doing his green vision stuff, and he's like trying to teach Bran it now. I think we're going to see flashbacks through Bran and this Thread Raven character. So, uh, but not related to Doc or Austin Rivers, right? He may be, I mean, they're, they're a lot younger than him, but right. they may be... Well, you know what Rivers is, is just a name for bastards from the Riverlands. You I, know Jon Snow, right? You know the Sand, Sand Snakes, those annoying-ass characters? Yeah. Those are the... The Dornish have Sand as the bastard name, Northerners have Snow. Mm-hmm. Riverlands people, like, the Riverlands was where the Tullys are from, Caitlin Tully, Catstar, and her whole family, they're yeah. from the Riverlands. Bastards from that is region that now are in the, the map, Rivers. In the map, where would that be? Up in the middle, so middle, so Dorne's all the way at the bottom. Yeah, North's at the top where the wall, and then and then just below that it goes into like the Riverlands. Yeah, then the Westerlands where our Lannister pals are from, the Reach where the the Tyrells are from. Then it's down Dorne. Then next to the Reach on the other side, the Stormlands where the Baratheons were from, and then King's Landing and the whole capital. And then above that is, but before the North again, so I'm kind of going clockwise here is the Vale, which. I guess Baelish is ruling over now, and he threw her out the moon door. But that, but technically, the little titty boy Robin Aaron is the, the leader there nominally Wait, of t- the Vale. T- t- they haven't boy. joined in the wars yet. Now titty boy has been sent off, right? And now he's just with another house in the Vale, yeah. in, in the uh, the Vale, yeah. Okay, so with he the, might show up this season. I don't know. When re- we're gonna recap it, and I guess from the beginning, uh, not fully from beginning and the things that um why don't you just mention what you want what, what jumped out to you what jumped out to me was i mean with the whole episode obviously everyone waits till the end to be like oh shit i think my favorite part was probably the whole what's her name um brianna of tarth yeah brianna tarth coming in and just fucking slaying people uh, and then Padre, sure. he got one. He got one. He in. got one in there. And then, uh, then also Reek himself, he got one That's in right. there as Is well. Is he even Reek? Is he has he re Theon? Is he de reeked himself? Is he Theon again? He was hugging Sansa for warmth. Well, a lot, a lot of she ga- was letting him. A lot of got here is uh, all about redemption. That's uh, true. That's um, true. So I think Tyrion is. What is this? By the way, I'm sorry. What? What are they showing? Uh... A lar- Okay, I'm sorry to cut in on the Thrones talk, but. On the draft they're showing, because this guy Laramie Tunsil, this O-lineman, he was expected to be a high pick. They just The Ravens want another lineman over him. Now they're showing a picture of him from Twitter, something of smoking a bomb. Maybe this is we why don't know. We don't know, what's, we don't know what's in there, though. I don't know. I mean, could, it's he, fine as Dornish Green, but I don't know if they he, have... He could be just, you know, doing some chemistry. 
Is Walter White winning right? it there? Yeah, he could That's be still White. bad, probably. Yeah. It's still a risk. I wonder if the Browns will take him though. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So you liked when Brienne came in. Yeah, smashed I, him. But some people did point out. I didn't really even notice this when I was watching it, but I saw people pointing out online that there's a little bit of error here, a plot hole where the Bolton soldiers had these dogs they were running after them with. Then when the battle started, the dogs just disappeared. They didn't attack Sansa or anyone. They just were gone. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna. So where did they go? No, it makes sense. They I mean, away. animals have a you know sixth sense, so they they know that their death was coming. So like, fuck mm-hmm. that, I'm I'm out of here. I mean, Bob Dog, Sir Sir Robert, he uh, would have ran. He he wouldn't have Sir ran. Sir Robert Dog. Sir Robert Dog wouldn't have ran. Of Kazi wouldn't have ran, but he would have at least been like letting me know, hey, we should both go, and we both would have ran together. I think I saw yeah. something that one of the soldiers, when people counted it, was didn't get Sean getting killed, too, so maybe he ran off with them. But, but the point is, Brienne then saved the day, and uh, Sansa is going to follow her now, and it was a nice scene. That's what you like that scene where she's pledging her fealty, right? Yeah, she kind of fucked up on the words there. Sansa had to ask old Padraig what the words were, but no, he, was, he was happy to also my favorite, them. Also, my favorite scene was... Uh, them going into the water because I was like, man, Sansa, I don't know if she'll be able to swim, but luckily it was it, it was, was waist deep. Maybe. It was waist deep. Yeah, that was that was that was like I was teetering. I was like, oh no, water hypothermia. And, uh, ne- neither of them have a uh, yeah. I would think they get hypothermia. It's not really a plot hole. It's just a con- convenience. But yeah, luckily neither neither of the two had to worry about the, the undercarriage area. You know, they didn't have mm-hmm. to worry about any. You mentioned Seinfeld before. We mentioned him. There's no shrinkage or anything. No shrinkage. <laughs> so they're good there. Now, Podrick, if he had jumped in that water, he has a big dick. So I don't know if shrinkage has that, is That's been confirmed cat, on the show, right? It's, it's show canon that Podrick has a, a big dick to sling around. Okay, okay. I don't know. So we also saw Tyrion. Um, yeah, a brief, pretty brief. And not that, much happened. Danny's bows got burned. Yeah, uh, we did not see any dragons on, in that. We did not. One. No. Now, two of them are still chained up, and given the preview of episode two, yeah. I made a look from the preview. Like, I forgot what we be... named them last year. What did we name these dragons? I named... Oh, you named them something, something I can't remember yeah. now. I'll call them Little Wayne and Two Chains right now. So, so Wayne and Chains are yeah. down in yeah. the basement still. Yeah. And it looked like from the preview that my man Tyrion, this guy, was yeah. going... He's uh, just as small. He's going to visit them. <laughs> Actual size. Actual size. Real size. Yeah. <laughs> don't hate on Dinklage saying he's a big popped head like that, though. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so it seems like we'll get some dragon action there. But Drogon, the big boy, mm-hmm. I don't know why he didn't help his mom out in this episode. And she is kidnapped by Dothrakis again. These are, like, some bro Dothrakis they're talking about, all types of sex and everything. Now, now, these, um, now these bros, they were, uh, they're, like... Douches of monks, douches, right? Basically, yeah. but I didn't know no, they're kind of funny in some parts. I, I felt like Dothraki's had like a more of a cultural like respect thing. I think so. We used to know called Drago, and he was like right. that was Danny's husband, and he was um, how she became the Khaleesi. He was like a very serious kind of guy and all that. But it, even when he was dead too. Yeah, this this is a different Kalisar with this okay. other new Cal. I feel like he's running a different type of ship with his operation. It's more chill and relaxed and more jokey-jokey. Yeah. Even his own guys were busting his balls about the best thing in the world. That so, was a pretty good joke. I did Niners think, on the clock. I did think he, Khaleesi was going to hook up with that guy after he said you're going to lay in bed he with He said him. he was going to, yeah, he said he was going to lay, force lay with her, basically. And then put a baby in her. So was did he, he say, I didn't hear anything Yeah, like he said, said baby. Yeah, he, he oh, said... Oh, Buckner goes to Oregon. He said he was going to take mean, a baby and put Niners. it in her. All right, but then she's like, please, man, I was with 
I was wed to Drago. 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 Almost a Drago, like from the Rocky series. Um, <laughs> Ivan Drago. Was. I was read to, uh, to Cal <laughs> Ivan Drago. And he's like, oh, hold the phone then. We got yeah. a code over here. We have rules. No one's going to lay with you, including myself. But you are going to have to go live with all the old crones and all the former Khaleesi widows in this other city. Why, that's what's... Why is, that a, why is that a thing? Is that... Is that, that's the rules in Dothraki land. I don't know. That's what so they do. when when uh, your husband dies, then you're you're just like not anyone's husband. It has to be a cow, like the leader. You know. Okay, but so. maybe is that like a royalty thing? Is that like kind of of their type of royalty? Yeah, but okay. it's a different kind of society. Okay. What do you think's gonna happen though? Drogon the dragon's gonna pop back up and save her, or it's gonna take yeah, him actually, over? Or what do you think? I think Spyro the dragon could make an appearance on. Spyro's gonna jump on the and, scene. He's and, like Drogon, you're you're slacking, buddy. I'm <laughs> stepping in and stuff. Tapping, with tapping. The, with very somewhat racist views, well, uh, stuff that Orlando Magic Dragon will. Oh, I don't think way. stuff. Yeah, listen to a couple episodes ago. All right, of course my Browns trade their pick away. Trade down to Brown, another Browns move. They traded from 2 to 8. Mm-hmm. Now they trade down with the Titans, I don't know, down in the 20s or something. Well, whatever, at least we're going to get Well, I mean, I'm, let's make a little segue. I think the Dragon will, I, I think you called that, I think the Dragon will make an appearance and say, what's up? I'm here. I'm going to take my, my mom home. See you guys later. My mama. And then, but when he, when he says see you guys later, he's gonna his breath is going to be a little hot and it might kill some people in the process. So What about those other Dragons, Wayne and James? You think Tyrion's going to let those suckers loose or they're going to get out or what do you you can't just stay down there forever right yeah no Tyrion's going to um, become their dad too um, nice. so, so Tyrion and uh, Khaleesi will he's be he's going like, to basically adopt them or take them over like you're an unfit Daenerys you're an unfit mother I'm taking it away the state is taking him I feel like Tyrion has always had to re- raise some pricks you know like he's always had to be in charge or kind of teach them some lessons right uh, he did that with tried with Joffrey he got to slap Joffrey a few times I don't think that would be a good idea with these dragons though I think it would be. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but yeah, I think uh, the first time around when he saw a dragon, he was like, "Oh shit!" But now this time he's gonna be like, "Oh, I know, I know your people. I, I know one of your brothers. <laughs> Come yeah. roll with me." And then, uh, and then Tyrion will handle that. that I, think, right. I think that's the way it goes. What else did we miss out on? Well, we didn't really touch on so the so Sansa and Theon got away, obviously, but the Boltons back there. Ramsay was obviously not happy that they they bounced out, and it's. His papa was really not happy. Well, why, was, why wasn't Ramsey happy? Because his, uh, his 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 uh, his side Cause side needed, piece was dead. Well, that too. He wasn't happy about that. Although at least the dogs are getting fed. Although they don't really deserve it for abandoning the scene. But yeah, they're gonna get fed on dead on his dog. dead girlfriend. Yeah. Even though he did eulogize her, like, what was his eulogy better than ours was for like the Pistons and rockets and those them just now? Yeah, because he he had dropped the mic by saying feed the, feed the dogs. Yeah, we didn't have a good end to any of ours. No, no we didn't. But then his dad was like, well, you better make this finder, make this right, or otherwise my wife's probably having a son. I'm putting you aside. I don't know if that was smart to say to Ramsey. I think Ramsey... Here's the thing. Hmm. About the books again. I feel like the show takes shortcuts on some of these storylines, especially... I don't even really want to talk about that whole Dornish storyline. We kind of mentioned it. They all got killed, whatever. Well, no, not all the Dornish people are dead. The the, the Martells, the, the, half, the leaders. The, no, the half. One of them is a half of Martell. Uh, she's the, not. Yeah, she's a her father. All right, they're all half Martells. Ba- they're all Martell bastards. Yeah, but, but all right. But regardless, what I'm going to say is, with the book, 
characters do different things in the book a little bit, and some characters are like shown to be really smart and devious. Mm-hmm. I would never be in the book. Roose Ball and the dad. I'd be very shocked in the book if Ramsey does something like kills his dad or gets away with that. Roose is too smart. Yeah, he's like using Ramsey, which right. it is in the show a little bit too. But I feel like the show is going to have something because Ramsey's more of a bigger character. Um, in the in the book? No, in the show. And over Roos, like he's more of like the one they want to focus on in the show because he's I, so evil, right? Yeah, I guess. But I feel like they're gonna have him kill his dad and probably his mother-in-law or whatever stepmom. Even though I think that's kind of stupid because Roos wouldn't be dumb enough to get killed by a son like that. I think that is gonna. That's my prediction for the show this year. Says so this because I like the character of Roos Bolton, but we'll see. I don't. Why do you like Bolton? I just like him. He's like, um, I don't like saying I'm like him. I don't want him to succeed and win and then, but mm-hmm. I think he's a good villain. He's devious. I like the actor, too. I like him in the book and the show, but I like the actor they got. Mm-hmm. Like, his voice is cool. But, he, he stays calm, but he still kind of trolls sometimes, like what he did, you know, what? stab Rob Stark and says the Lannisters send their guards and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do I like, like him. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like him. I think he's a good character. He should be on him more. Okay. Okay. Um, so speaking of some other Starks, the the dead dead uh, John Snow Stark, right? That's right. Well, he's still dead, as we said. Yeah. He's still dead, but there's a little 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 happen happen up in the corridors, right? Little uh, little yeah, well, little puppy action there. Old Sir Onion Knight found. So they left John out in the cold with the signs. I guess they left him. That was out really cold blood. So people could see cold the traitor blooded. sign. Literally. And by the way, but yeah, um, Alistair Thorne then he admitted to to killing it with other guys and he made his case to the rest of the men and so far they're alright with it some people are well because upset, they're not they're not that smart right? yeah they don't know what to do they there's like, only like 50 of these guys left right, right. Um, but anyway Davos grabbed John and brought him inside and then he had them get the, the ghost the wolf as well the doggy that doggy was uh, the one that was sad it was, it was, I, I, that was actually well, no, why wouldn't it be I, that was tearing me up a little bit I don't like to see huskies cry at you all thinking of Sir Robert Dog when if you got stabbed to death, would he would be crying? Well, Robert Dog wouldn't get stabbed because I don't think they have the connection like the the, the Starks dogs have with them, with me. You know? I don't think you have quite the connection. Yeah, mine is much say. stronger. I know. Oh, right, that's what I meant. <laughs> so, well, what do you think is going to happen here? So they're they're locked in the room. <laughs> they sent Ed out. The one guy we actually know his name of any of the ones left in the Night's Watch. He's the one uh, that talked to that big uh, thing. The giant. He was at Hard Home. Yeah, and he's been in it since season two, I think. He's been around. But I, I um, think Ed, Ed has just been one of these characters that it's like, when is he going to die? Why is he still alive? Because they got to have one named character around <laughs> and do stuff. So, but yeah. Davos sent him out on a mission. You, did you pick up on what that mission is going to be? Probably to talk to um, those other peoples. The Wildlings. Yeah. The Tormund and other Wildlings, yeah. So Where are they located now? I don't know. They didn't really explain it. I think they... Because they let him through the wall last season. And that's part of the reason Alistair gives that he had to stab John to death. Because he let all these Wildlings in. Even though, you know, they opened the gate for him. But regardless, it seems like we're setting up for quite a, a bit of a battle here. And I don't think that Alistair and that little shithead Ali and these Nightwatch people, I don't think they're going to be on the winning end of this. Like, they can't take on the Wildlings and all this and Davos and everyone. Well, I mean... And the Red Woman. Well, maybe they can. Who knows with her now? The thing that bothers me the most, obviously, and I'm sure everyone else is bothered by this, is like, uh, not just because Jon Snow's dead, the fact that nothing was said, like, what actually fucking they went through to, you know, get Jon Snow and the Wildlings to get be alive, right? So that yeah, well that that's so I, John I guess didn't do a good job explaining. I mean he told Sam before he left last season. Was he was he just been like some people know obviously I guess Davos wasn't there but he knows that there's 
he and Stannis and everyone knew there was the White Walkers were coming and stuff, but yeah, it's not well explained to everyone. So, so that does that mean that so the Wildlings? Your prediction? Do you think that obviously you, you think they're just gonna start killing off? Uh, here's what here's what it seems. I think gonna happen. Yeah, and we saw a little bit of a battle in the preview season previews. It looked like Boltons were fighting Wildlings. So, I think the Davos. They're gonna try to bust in. Davos is gonna and the other guys are gonna hold them off. Ghost is gonna get loose and kill some people. Hopefully, Ali, and then. That's going to be kind of settled. And then John is going to have to get resurrected somehow, whether by Melisandre has got to be involved, I would think. Mm-hmm. Or however it's done, he's going to be back. Then they're going to unite the Wildlings and the rest of the North that's loyal to the Starks. Maybe Sansa comes in at this point against the Boltons and whoever is loyal to them. Big battle. Wildlings and John will win. And Melisandre's saying, like, oh, I saw... First she said in the Flames... I saw myself walking in Winterfell with the Bolton's banners getting thrown down, the Stark's back, and she thought Stannis would win. Right. Oh, she's wrong. And then she said in this episode when she saw John dead, she's like, I saw him fighting at Winterfell. What the hell? That could still happen. I think it will still happen. So her, her, visions, her visions are, you think, are still going to be on, on par. Yeah, but she just didn't know how to read them right, or obviously Stannis, she didn't see Stannis as well, part of it. Do you think it's because that she's an old hag that she can't read them right? She's losing the marbles, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she was better. I would think she'd be getting better with age, but maybe maybe that ruby or potions or whatever is keeping her young-looking isn't uh, keeping her mentally strong. So, I mean, that was the biggest bombshell. That was shell. the end, yeah. Right. I, I guess there's nothing else in the episode to right, go over right. besides this ending. So, were you a fan of this, uh, this ending? It was interesting. I did like the ending, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to end this way. I did think the skirmish with Davos and people was going to be at the end of the episode, but it was a pretty short episode. They kind of um, they prepped it up for it. It was good, interesting. I from the book, there's a little allusions to the fact that Melisandre might be older than she appears. Right. There's little insinuations, but it's never explicitly stated like this. So it's good to get that confirmation. So what that didn't they cover that you want to see? Obviously, you saw a lot of previews. You read a lot about the yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. what I'm a, what I'm are you looking it. forward to the rest of the season? Yeah, the rest of the season. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to that battle. Like I said, Sansa and Davos, I think, and if John getting resurrected, taking over the North a bit. I want to see Rick on Stark, the youngest Stark, getting back into the mix. They gotta find him. Rick, Rick, get has, a whole Rick northern has not been around thing. for a while. No, right? I want to see Bran with these visions that I think he's gonna have. There's gonna be some interesting visions. I think that are, I think we're gonna find out a little bit more about who John's parents are through Bran's visions of the past. Now, so also, I mean, we didn't even touch on that. I don't want to see the damn sand snakes much more. They, they suck. Now, now these uh, White Walkers, Team White yeah, Walkers. Yeah, I want to see some more White Walkers, Team White sure. Walkers, are, are they going to show up? I think, well, they were in the preview as well, but not for the next episode, but in the season trailer. Uh, they're definitely going to show up. And who knows, maybe after, because I think part of the show is, like, all these factions are fighting, as show in books, and it's like they're rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. You know, there's yeah. a whole bigger issue, which is like the White Walkers and Winter coming. But they're having all these petty squabbles for for ruling, even in Dorne and all this. Mm-hmm. For who gets to rule all over, killing everyone, all this violence, and they're not seeing the bigger picture. So the Starks and Bolton's are going to fight, right? or the Northerners are going to fight. Yeah. And, and then maybe the White Walkers show up. Whoever wins the White Walkers show up, and it's like, oh, shit. So, At the end of the season, maybe. I don't know. So now, with that being said, so do you think the White Walkers will be ruling all of King's Landing at one point? I don't think they're going to rule in the same way like the humans rule with like the king and whatever. They don't have, they they don't have, have, a, gov- they don't have a government system? Maybe they, like do. they do. We don't know. It's mystery, really. Yeah. But I think they just want to take over and, and rule the humans. So I don't know if it'll be in King's Landing or what. I, maybe they will get that far south. 
Maybe that's when Daenerys uh, me- finally comes over. Last time we didn't mention this, uh, Arya. Oh, that's true. She's doing a little... Everyone's saying She's doing online. her little Stevie Wonder pressure. Well, no, everyone's saying online that she's Daredevil now. All right. Netflix is Daredevil. She's a blind fighting, getting beat up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess she's that's still part of her training, I guess. You know, I hope that plot line moves forward a little bit. I'd like to see. It's kind of getting a little boring. but I do we'll want to sell her, uh, see her sell some more clams. Well, oysters, fish. clams, and coggles. Yeah. I think that ship is sailed. That part is over. No, I mean, that was the most riveting storyline last... Oysters, clams, and cockles. Yeah. Now she's begging for money. Please give me some coins. So, uh, so we'll see that obviously develop, and uh, hopefully we can see Brand Stark in the next episode. Like I said. think we will. It was in the previous, so they better not be pulling the bait. Hodor. Hodor. Hodor was not technically in it, but I assume he'll be around. And uh, and we didn't the mention the other Lannisters, but they they had a little. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. Well, Cersei uh, and found out her child died. Her other, her second of three. She's telling Jamie about that witch problem. Now is that witch so. Melisandre? I've seen some people say that. I don't think so. I think it is. I really don't. I mean, that's the one thing I connected, if anything. Well, do you think that the whatever Melisandre's doing to make herself younger is that what she used to look like when she was that young, or is or she just, just looks like a generic hot redhead, or is it that what she looked like, or could she have looked like that witch from back in the day, and just changing her younger appearance now? You know yeah, what I'm I think I think that's her younger appearance. I don't think it's the same character, but I th- who knows? I think it is because they were just completely make everything kind of like more a little bit more sense because if her visions are accurate based on what Cersei's saying and Cersei believes that her kids are going to die based on what uh, she Well do told. you think oh so Jamie's like fuck prophecy and all this do you think that prophecy is real or it's a coincidence or what you think it is real? Uh, I think in this fairy tale not in real life in this, this fairy in, in tale the, in, the, in the parameter of the story itself. yeah in this fairy tale Game of Thrones right now I think it is. I think okay. uh, I think visions I'm, are I'm accurate. torn either way. I really don't know. Uh, because uh, why would Bran Stark make it there and the guy be... So... Those are two different visions, you know, but they're, they're visions and then... They're, no, I'm not saying visions are real. I guess, I guess prophecy. Well, prophecy that, and visions, uh, I think. I don't think it's the same. I think it's the same. Okay. Because if someone has a prophecy, like, whatever's... Even if they've written scriptures about stuff, like, I, I think one of the scenes maybe. I don't know, season two game or season one when Tyrion was reading about stuff or even Sam I forgot who it was but talking about all this stuff and they mention I forgot what king or what brother I don't it's not even relatable to me in my context but it was accurate they were like some kind of vision saying like Sam was like how did this king become this I don't know oh what about the stone people too like they talked about that they talked about when the dragons will rule all these visions predictions all right. yeah uh, maybe they're they're coming they're coming true. But, but will our predictions... What, uh, what, what, you asked me what I'm looking forward to. What are you looking forward to? For uh, season? I want to see uh, Sir Joa turn into a stone. You um, want him to go fully stone, fully like the thing from uh, Fantasy. Yeah, and then I want to see him fight a dragon. Maybe Weezy or uh, Chance. Because he'll probably like... The dra- can the dragons get grayscale? Can they turn into a stone no, dragon? No, 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 they can't. Cause How they, do you know? They're, they're hot like fire. I don't know. What if he What if he messes up and makes the dragon Well, Little Wayne out? used to be a hot boy from Cash Money Millionaire, so mm-hmm. uh, I feel like... Weezy can handle the heat, but I think. But he does love to get stoned, so you know what well, I mean. <laughs> I think I think that stoning power—it's not a power; it's like a, a disease, right? Yeah, I, no, it's like leprosy or something. I mean, at least they got well, moved I, to a I think, like I think it's going to play an important role. I think it's going to like stop like some kind of fire or something where he's going to friend zone to infinity and be like, "Don't burn my, <laughs> don't burn some." I don't know. Some, some, All right, that's some interesting. Part. So. Right. Khaleesi, Sir Jorah is what you're interested in. Yeah, we got to get him back on the show, by the way. Oh, yeah. One of these days. We'll call him up. Why not? Anything else? 
Uh, I think that's it. I mean, we we did it all today. We talked about Thrones a lot. Mm-hmm. Talked about NBA playoffs a lot. We we cut in with the draft. I mean, look, the the Bears just selected Leonard Floyd. Our Browns treaded down as usual. I mean, uh, we'll see what happens. But please look out for Mister Is Irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Got a new episode. Even when this is out, that one should be just about out, if not out yet. Yep. On the first round of the draft here, with my boys E Dash and Cheese and Mark. Stay, uh, stay subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound Pod. You'll get this one on that one. You'll get all of it through that feed. You get all new podcasts coming down the pike for you know Pod Boys Productions. Yeah. Us up at Gmail. Just, just uh, keep it keep it going, guys. Uh, give us some feedback if you can, please. And just uh, let us know how you're feeling Mr. about Robert these. Uh, dog is playing with toys out there. Let us know how you feel about these thrones, about these uh, Wayne Ellington Citizenship Awards. Oh. You know, all that real stuff. Uh, how's that Dornish doing you? It's good. I probably need to refill out my Dornish, right? Maybe I'll try a vintage from the Reach. That's another big wine section on in the West Rose. But that just sounded like you were just going to get a Reach around. Reach into your cellars and pull out the good wine. I don't got any cellars. Uh-huh. Live in Studio A. Well, I'm leaving. All right, all right. Peace, Padre. That'll do it for this episode of Brooklyn Rebound. Good night, Brooklyn. Let's go, Nets and Team Lannister. Right here, base. <laughs>